It's Jess. Welcome back to the Not Carrie Bradshaw podcast, where I discuss all things style, wellness, pop culture, and whatever else comes up from week to week. Welcome back. I know it's been a minute as per usual. We're not even going to get into all of that right now at the moment, but I'm here and I'm on time. So thank you for joining me. However, you're listening to me in your car, in your AirPods on your Beats pill or whatever Bluetooth speaker device you're using in your home as you clean up. I see you. I appreciate you. Thank you. As per usual, we have to kick uh, this episode off with a fashion tip. This is your notice right now to stop buying winter clothes. Don't buy not now another piece of winter clothes unless it is deeply discounted. And when I say deeply discounted, I mean at minimum 40% off. And I'm I'm being generous telling you minimum 40% off. It really should be like 50 or 60, but I'll let you have 40 if it's just something you absolutely have to have. At this point, you should be gearing up for spring, especially if you live in the South. I know global warming is a bitch, but you really might not have that much time to wear that much winter specific clothing. So stop buying winter clothing right now unless it is deeply discounted. Okay. The other thing is I found out that the girls are still struggling with their denim choices and I keep preaching the word of my favorite denim supplier that's affordable that's durable all of the things so again follow me on like to know it so that you can get those recommendations and shoot your girl a coin via the commission that I make when you shop with me on that site so I'm putting that link in the episode bio um a couple of things to catch up on this episode nothing too heavy nothing too deep you know, we're going to kick the year off right over here. So stay tuned. I'll be right back. Okay. So as you are aware, there is an awful lot going on all the time at every moment. I can't keep up with it all, so we can't discuss it all. Number one, I'm not qualified to talk about all this shit. I'm not an epidemiologist. I'm not a political scholar. I I don't know what's going on. I can't call it. Number two, who has the time, Dole? We would be sitting here until kingdom come if I tried to discuss literally everything that's going on. So let's just hit some topics that I've been discussing in my iMessages and let's move on with our lives from there because I feel like maybe they kind of tie into each other you know collective consciousness that kind of thing so there's this whole ilk of woman or girl these days right it's like the Instagram girl and I feel like there are subcategories um Maybe they build upon each other. I don't know. I haven't fully fleshed out this this theory, this sociological experiment, if you will. Within the IG girl subcategory, it's the rapper, baby mama, rapper, girlfriend, rapper, flavor of the week, rapper, wife. 
somehow connected to rappers, right? Or producers, whatever. Industry dudes. Okay. Because we can put athletes in there too. And for some of these women, the question is always like, why do they have so many fans? Why does anyone care what they have to say? Blah, 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 blah. I want to be very clear. That's rooted in misogyny. But even a broken clock is right twice a day because it's some shit that I'm like, number one, what did you expect? And number two, why are we here? So here's my case study, okay? Ari Fletcher was on a podcast a few weeks ago. And she was saying in the most unintentionally ironic way ever that her relationship with Moneybag Yo is the first relationship she's had where it's not toxic. She then goes on to describe a bunch of toxic shit, like the fact that she doesn't apologize. And she goes on to describe this really paternal relationship that they have. And that that's where it got weird because not only did it sound paternal in nature, it also sound sounded like paternal abuse. Um, so she's, she said that, you know, in previous relationships, she would just wild out. She would call her mom. She would pack her stuff like she's about to leave, you know, basically describing a scene from like loving hip hop, baby boys, something like that. Right. And then she says, but he the first dude who'll be like, you acting childish as fuck. You need to calm down. And he'll, you know, he'll pull out a gun and be like, where you going? And she, you know, she, she thinks that this is cute. Like she likes this. Right. And she thinks that because he doesn't let her leave and that he doesn't take her shit, that that means that this is not a toxic relationship. And so as a black woman, I empathize because I think that a lot of forms of abuse in our community are common to the point that people think that they're normal and everything that's common is not normal. That shit is not normal. That shouldn't be considered normal. You pull a gun on me, that'll be the last shit you ever do with me, period, like forever. Then again, I didn't grow up how or where she grew up. And so I tried to zoom out on things a bit. And as you guys know, or if you don't know, I try to approach things with curiosity over conviction. So I'm just curious about, okay, what was your life like? What's your upbringing? What's your situation that makes you feel that this isn't toxic and that this is healthy and that this is something that you want to be a part of, right? Those are my questions. So what what really made it interesting is that once this content was shared, there were um, people saying that they were domestic violence, um, domestic abuse, you know, survivors. This was triggering for them. And Ari got online and said some really harsh and for me honestly like evil shit um you know she basically said y'all just want to be victimized and nobody cares and it was just such a uh like it was upsetting for me because I I hate to see people not be I hate to see people in that situation where like you're going through something and you're looking to the wrong source to affirm you but I also understand why you're doing that so on the one hand what were you really expecting for this woman who when has she said anything that would give you an inclination that she would give a shit about 
how you feel about this. Who exactly were you talking to when you voiced that concern? Like, did you genuinely feel like you could hold this woman accountable um, for saying something so incredibly insensitive? Um, did you think that you could hold her accountable for what her life experience is and that she thinks that that's cute? You know, I have questions for those people as well. And a lot of people, women included, mostly women, who I guess are fans of hers, and again, I don't know what they're fans of, um, were like, well, she's right. Like, you can't make someone care about your situation. Just really, like, going above and beyond and doing all kind of mental contortionist shit to justify why it was okay for her to say this to domestic abuse survivors. On the one hand... The world is not going to be curated for us to protect us from being triggered by the things that have made life hard for us. We have to curate our own lives because generally speaking, there are a lot of people who don't give a shit what you have gone through and they're not going to give you trigger warnings and they're not going to, you know, walk you through why it's okay for them to speak on their experiences. Everybody really isn't aware of why they are the way that they are. And they're also not qualified to, to explain that shit to you. Most people don't know what the fuck going on with them or why, okay? So there is, like, that part that, like, what were you expecting? And the world is not going to care as much about us as we would like for them to. On the other hand, we should care more about each other. We do owe kindness and compassion to each other. But if you are not showing kindness and compassion to yourself... You can't show kindness and compassion to anyone else, which brings me to my next point about this, which is that Ari herself has spoken about being a, a victim of domestic violence. And what I have noticed when you talk to people about Me Too, about abuse of any kind, financial, emotional, physical, whatever, people who do not empathize with victims were at one point victims themselves and they don't want to be a victim. They don't want to feel that out of control of their lives, especially if they are currently replicating that abuse in their lives and they don't know it. So again, this made me really sad for her because I'm like, wow, your awareness is not activated at all here. Like you don't want to be a victim so badly that you can't acknowledge anyone else's victimhood and you're looking down upon them and really speaking quite harshly to them for having been victims or survivors. And I was like, wow, this is so sad and like interesting. So the plot thickens when she um, gets dropped from um, Savage by Fenty, which is created by Rihanna, who is a very public publicly well-known survivor of domestic abuse so naturally she not gonna want to fool with you have you representing her brand when you speak to other domestic violence people in this in in this way like this is really harsh this is a part of what it means to be an ambassador for a brand this isn't just like you work your office job for eight hours a day and they can't tell you who you are what to say, whatever, afterwards. When you sign on to be an ambassador for something, what you do publicly does reflect on that brand and they do have the right to retract business or, you know, 
end a contract with someone who is not in alignment with their values. And it's like, babe, think it through. (laughs) Read the chapter through to the end. Why did you think that this was appropriate or okay? So then once again, you have people defending her saying like, that's not right. You should be able to. Mm, That's not how life works. You can't represent someone's brand and misrepresent shit like that. Like that, you just, you don't, you don't get to do both. So then it was, oh, she don't need their money. No way. Da, 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 da. So here's where the capitalism comes in. I think a huge part of the reason why people are fans of these girls who really don't have some of these girls who don't have anything interesting to say or to present or as my friend <laughs> said, they build their personalities around whatever rap lyrics are popping that week. You, hmm, I'm trying so hard to like choose my words carefully here. Um, people will support those girls, some of those girls, just because they seem to have a lot of money. They're pretty. And they live up to this idealized version of of a very, like, fabulous life, right? This isn't, and it's not unique to black girls. It's not unique to black culture. You know, this happens across a number of identities because social media, right? So I don't, I'm not picking on black women here. This happens to a lot of people. For a lot of people, if it makes money, it makes sense. For a lot of people... If you are making money or you're presenting the illusion of making money because of the way that we have been socialized, especially in the church, that's another conversation for another day. But there are a lot of people who think that wealth and moral goodness are the same thing. That if you're making money, you must be doing something right. You must be doing something good. And we should all just support you because you're making money. People will excuse a lot of bullshit if you create the illusion that you're making money. They're never going to question how you're making the money. They don't care if you are exploiting people. They don't care if you're coming by this money dishonestly. They don't care if you catching fraud cases. As long as you're creating the image that you are wealthy, they want to be along for the ride. People don't think critically about, well... Okay, you do club appearances and you have some endorsements and like, okay, but like, is the math mathing? And then they judge you for like pocket watching. But I feel like it should it should be a reasonable question to be like, okay, well, you're doing a lot. You do seem to have a lot of coins, but I'm not really seeing like how you're making that. You know, you're not really allowed to ask that because then you hate ass bitch. Because whenever you try to hold any of these girls accountable for anything that they say or do that's problematic, then suddenly we all broke. Okay, sure. That's their favorite go-to. Y'all hoes ain't got no money, da-da-da. Okay, cool. But I still have questions for you, though. So people really felt like because Ari has this huge following and because she has created the illusion that she's very wealthy and she has this, you know, very public relationship. And she's great at shaking her ass. Like, I, you know, being a black girl from the South, from the real Atlanta, I love a good twerk session, okay? I am not gonna hate. That thing be thinking, you know? Um, But is that enough? Anyway, uh, so people, you know, were like, Oh, it wasn't okay for them to drop her, blah, 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 blah. 
I guess the backlash got to be too much because Ari then puts out this poorly crafted statement that um, she is creating a nonprofit for women's shelters, for domestic abuse survivors and all these things like that. If you have the coin and you have the following, the first thing that I want some of you girls to get is a legit publicist and media training. Because if you're trying to clean up your reputation, I want you to be able to effectively articulate what the fuck you got going on. What brought you here? Take accountability. You know, it's a formula. I messed up. This is why I messed up. This is what I'm going to do to rectify it moving forward. My bad, y'all. Let's move on. That's it. Find your Olivia Pope. Put the money, make the money work for you, babe. Um, and it just really had me thinking about how incredibly easy it is for people to develop a fan base if they have the numbers. And that moves me right along to the next piece of what the fuck is going on. What the fuck is going on with Kanye? First of all, I did, I have been done with Kanye for so long that I'm still amazed by people who watch this man spiral and do all of these antics and still just write it off as, oh, he's a genius. Y'all got to learn the difference between a public meltdown and genius. We got to stop throwing that word genius around so casually. Like this very orchestrated PR stunt that he has going on with this woman who I never knew existed all I have learned in the past couple weeks is that she's a white woman with a BBL which tracks by the way that she was in the Adam Sandler movie about the jewelry and her and Kanye did a photo shoot in a restaurant on their first date and like why Kanye like dressing up white women what is that about like what a what an interesting fetish to have like you just go find a white woman with a BBL and you be like bitch I'm gonna dress you up you know it's like what is that about like is it is what is that cause of like a Barbie fetish like what's the tea on that but it's all of these like videos and pictures that are coming out of like these groups of people who everyone seems to be having an identity crisis and it seems like he's trying to replicate this Andy Warhol style of like just a motley crew of like interesting people but it, everyone's trying way too hard you know I think the thing that made that era of of art of of you know the arts so interesting is that it was just organic you know, like the the picture that everyone loves of Toni Morrison when she was like um, dancing in Studio 54. You know, like we love stuff like that because it's like, oh, this is so unexpected. But this also tracks like this looks like something that, of course, like it happened, you know. And when people go out of their way to try to replicate that kind of stuff, it reads as very inauthentic. And there are people who are just like going up for it, who are going up for the illusion that Kanye has moved on. He's living his life. Meanwhile, this man is spiraling in response to the ending of his marriage. And that's like, okay. I don't think that people understand that like, don't lie when the truth makes more sense. You know, like it's okay for you to be going the fuck through it because like your family's in shambles. Like that's okay, that's normal. Even if it's your fault and like you regret it, 
and you want to change things, that makes more sense than this other shit that you got going on. Now, here's my key problem with all of this shit. Kanye is forcing me to actively root for Pete Davidson. And that's what I have a problem with. You have me actively rooting for Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson. What? The thing about, like, the fact that Kim is in some way being blamed for Kanye's behavior, it just reeks of patriarchy. And again, I don't appreciate being put in a situation where I have to look at a white woman's position as a woman rubbing up against a black man's position as a black man and the white woman is coming out as making more sense. I don't appreciate being put in that position, but we have to tell the truth here. The way that she is being blamed for his behavior is simply not fair. Moreover, this this narrative that people have of like Kanye needs a strong black woman to 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 ground him and to da 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 da. da please don't even speak it into existence that a black woman should be doing the emotional labor for this man. He's made his choice. We don't need that. We got enough shit going on. And this this belief that like black women are supposed to save people who don't want to be saved, we offer that shit. I'm out of sticks and I'm out of carrots for people who do not want to be saved, who do not have the awareness. And once again, it's people create these illusions of wealth, of fame, of whatever. And there are people who are shallow enough to buy into it and then to also say, oh, this is genius. And it's like, define genius, babe. Because what the fuck is going on? Um, my next what the fuck. So Euphoria season two returned. I don't know how I made it through season one of Euphoria. I don't remember season one of Euphoria. I think my brain dumped it because of the trauma. I can't go back and rewatch it. Um... Season two is kicking my ass. I don't know if I'm going to make it, y'all. I don't know if I'm going to make it. The only way that I can watch it is if I don't fully pay attention. I have to, like, tweet or text through it. Here's what, though. I want people to stop um, acting like certain things aren't true in order to have outrage. This is faux outrage. I want people to stop saying there are teenagers having sex. Those are adults. Um, and this is HBO. HBO has been with the shits in terms of graphic content since HBO came out. Let's not pretend, okay? They post a warning in the beginning of that bitch. It's rated what it's rated. It is what it is. Now, since damn near the dawn of time, we have watched teenagers play, we have watched adults play teen characters on shows so that we aren't actually watching kitty porn because the truth that people don't want to acknowledge which is really wreaking havoc on our society is that teenagers do sometimes have sex now should we be watching actual teenagers have sex fuck no that's why there are adults playing teenage characters and euphoria is not the first place where this where this happened shit if you think about um Laguna Beach what the fuck like I remember watching Laguna Beach and being like they they the same age as us they in high school these people acting like adults honey but that was a real show but even it you know to stay on track Dawson's Creek they were like 30 the OC they was like 45 
Okay, like all these shows have used adults to portray One Tree Hill, Roswell. What was the Superman show? Smallville. There have always been adults playing teenagers. Why is Euphoria? There's a lot to be concerned about with Euphoria. The hardcore drug use, of course, the, you know, the sex. Sure, there's a lot to be concerned with here. But please stop pretending that HBO is showing teenagers having sex. That is not what's happening. And I'm just not going to sit here and let y'all keep telling that lie. It is a very difficult and upsetting show to watch. I will give you that. But for some reason, people feel like TV and film isn't good unless it stresses you completely the fuck out. Okay? Unless every muscle and sphincter in your body is clenched closed, clenched up. It's not good, you know, and I, I always struggle with the fact that why isn't comedy considered as serious as drama? It takes just as much to make a person laugh as it does to make a person cry or to feel something very deeply, um, which humor can be felt very deeply. But that's not the soapbox for another day. Stop saying that HBO got teenagers having sex. That's not what's happening. And I'm sick of y'all. If it's too much for you to watch, don't fucking watch it, bro. Like you, the best thing about TV as it stands right now there's so much other shit that you can watch. Like, I know my heart can't handle watching a lot of dramatic shit. So you know what I do? I just rewatch a bunch of old shit. And I just watch cartoons. And I don't even watch heavy cartoons, bitch. That's me curating my life to make it livable for me. So that I am not losing my shit over a false narrative because those are adults playing teenagers and y'all know this and it's been happening for a really long time moreover why are you still looking at them in that way this is kind of like me and my friend were talking about this this is kind of like when people see like toddler like little toddler girls in two-piece swimsuits and they're like oh that's hypersexual bitch why are you looking at a toddler in a two-piece and feeling like there's anything sexual about that look at the root Look at the root of that, write it out, and then say it out loud and listen to yourself and see if it makes sense. And it probably still will because you don't seem to be a smart person, but I just want you to do that experiment. And speaking of TV and people who don't make sense because what the fuck is going on, Abbott Elementary is a delightful slice of pie. It's giving Ted Lasso warmth, okay? And the fact that y'all are writing think pieces about the principal because she's a black woman and we don't need to see black women portrayed like this. Let me tell you what black women need for you to do. Stop expecting perfection. Allow us to be multifaceted people. And this is just a show. It's just a show! And it's a great show. Everyone has such good comedic timing. And I love good comedic timing and any excuse to watch Cheryl Lee Ralph. And I'm just so happy that Quinta Brunson is getting her things. And I keep mixing up the kid from Everybody Loves Chris's name. Is it Willie Tyler Ferguson James? I don't know why I can't remember that. But this is a great show that, yes, it tackles some heavy issues about underfunded communities in the American public school system, which is some bullshit, but it's a good and funny and wholesome show. And I just, everything doesn't have to be intellectualized. And I know that I say that as someone who tends to intellectualize things, but can we cut it off somewhere? Is there a cutoff? Like, can we cut the shit somewhere, bitch? Okay. You cannot expect for every, have we not yet reached a place where black characters 
can be flawed. For fuck's sake. For fuck's sake. So that's a few a few of the things that I have been discussing in my iMessages, mulling over in my head as I have just been wondering what the fuck is happening here um, across the board. There's much, much more. But like I said, who has the time duel? And I'm not qualified to talk about that issue. So that's what I got for it. Um, if you want something really entertaining to watch or to listen to, I highly recommend getting into Poor Minds if you haven't. They are such entertaining um, girls from Texas, like, I adore them. I'm gonna put a link, um, to their YouTube in this episode description, because, like, why not? Like, we need something light, you know? Um, I be trying to be light for y'all, but I really be having questions about what's going on out here. Anyway, I'm gonna go watch some anime. Netflix anime I'm not like super into like the hardcore anime because that shit stresses me out um Netflix anime is more my speed it's a little bit like you know lower stakes so take care of yourselves be well journal meditate pray you know do what feels good to you get some movement bitch you know you don't have to do 30 minutes of cardio but get some movement. Do a little stretch. You know, just turn on some music and dance. Twerk if you need to. But get some movement in your body however you need to, boo. And I will talk to you guys soon. I love you in the most healthy, consensual way possible. And be sure to like and comment and subscribe and share. And send me some money on Patreon because I want a lot of um, expensive things that I don't want to pay for. Okay, bye. Bye.